Well, so welcome everyone to Fireside Chats. Tonight's theme is Body Impossible and how to change the unchangeable with your body. And I'm Juna and I'm Sabina. <laughs> and it's been a couple months since we've done our last Fireside Chat. And um, this one really popped to us. Um, it's it's um, something that we've been noticing with our clients, with our own bodies, about these impossible areas that we get to that you just, you get this kind of the stuck point where you keep on, oh, you might shift something, but then you revisit it and it's, you know, it's still the same old darn thing over and over and over. So that was the, the title name. And then we really got playing with, is it possible to change the impossible with our bodies, with our lives, with money? Um, body is a metaphor. You can use any of the stuff that we talk about tonight, not just with the body, but you can use it with anything and everything in your life because it's all part of the whole. So um, we're going to talk for a little bit and um, then we always open it up for questions and comments and all you need to do is unmute yourself and then just ask a question. I've been looking at this dynamic of why are some things just not really changing? They shift a little bit or they go away for a little bit and then they come back, right? And what is it that keeps us from really, really changing that? So we dove into that in the last half year, something mm -hmm. like that, and played with our own bodies and just love the result. Like I'm losing weight without changing my diet or without exercising more. And when I do, I do it for fun, not because I want to do something or lose weight or become all buff, <laughs> but just for the fun of it. But you're also you're also doing the work, and that's and true. that's we'll tell you a little bit more about that. But <laughs> it's yes. it's doing the work. It's not just um, woo. I'm you know I'm magical. Yes, you are. We are all magical, but there is a huge portion of um, doing the work. But it might not be the kind of work that you think it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not wriggling the top of tip of your nose like. <laughs> So how I like to describe reality is that it is a bit like a, a grid. And for the sake of conversation, um, it, well, we'd like to portray it as a two-dimensional cloth, right? And or screen, like a screen, almost like a, yeah. like a screen. And it has indents and it has updents, valleys and mountains. And we are like a ball running through this grid to this screen screen just right and for those of you who have read Sheldrake he uses that as well with the morphic field and what we have found is that everything that's indented is more likely to happen and everything that's like a little mountain is less likely likely to happen so Everything that just does not change is like one of those deep, deep valleys that are imprinted. And our experience keeps rolling into that. It keeps over and over rolling into that. And it seems like we cannot change that. And it can be having the same thoughts 
over and over the same feeling states that you go to and you know someone knows how to push your buttons somewhat think of a best friend or a spouse or partner someone who knows you well they can push that button and you roll down into that same thing it's the ruts that you get into and you just dive right into there and some of them are really deep and some of them are more shallow the newer ones are just a little bit shallow and you can just you have that resilience to just move out of them again hmm. And and with that, we have found how surprisingly we are addicted to the known and that which we can fathom and understand. Even though it takes us into the pit over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like I was surprised. I mean, I have done a lot of work. I've been doing this work for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, yeah, it's like hmm, pretty cool. Not too much, but man, whew, <laughs> there was still some things left. And my tendency to actually be drawn to those of, for example, um, stress, right? When I'm just like, I love that last minute stress and then getting all wired up and it doesn't really create more, but I have a ton of excuses why that is right and good. But bottom line is it's not really that fun. Do I like high energy? Absolutely. But does it have to be stressful? No. I kept going into that same direction of last minute, last minute, last minute. So I really looked at that indent in my reality and looked and really let go of that. And the thing is that I always thought you have to work directly with that, whatever creates it, but you actually don't. And that's another point that when we focus on something, we actually densify it. We actually, we, we lock it in. So, you know, just think of something right now with your body that you want to change that's been impossible. And have you, and ask yourself if you've been really focusing on it from all different directions or maybe the same direction, and is it changing? It can't change if you are putting a laser focus on it or if you are trying not to focus on it, it's the same thing. It's just the flip side of the coin. So if you're trying to focus on something, one thing to change it, um, it, it becomes like an obsession. And what you do is you literally, you narrow your focus and you limit possibility. And what you want to do is really expand the possibility, expand the space, expand the energy so that you can be mm -hmm. into all of these different possibilities. But when you focus, laser focus, it's, it, it creates the impossible. So what we want to do is broadband the focus. So really take 20 giant steps back from your pain, your chronic repeating patterns, and just like, take the focus off. Go live your life. Okay, there's more to it than that. But um, if you're one of those people that have been like focusing and trying, you know, every doctor, every practitioner, and it's still not changing. We recommend, and this is what we've done, we just change our focus. We just don't even focus on the body anymore. And again, mm -hmm. if you have an issue, please do go to your doctor. <laughs> and all of this, of course, is for entertainment purposes yes. only. <laughs> any medical or psychological value to it, right? Yes, it does, <laughs> but... Yeah. <laughs> just have to... <laughs> cool. So, um, and perceive in your body... I'm assuming you all have something that doesn't really change, right? 
Mm -hmm. So perceive in your body that dynamic of unfocusing in relationship to whatever you want to change. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to change it, make it irrelevant. Go so big. Or a different direction. Mm -hmm. Change the direction. Mm -hmm. Right? So how does that feel in your body? Is that, oh yeah, let's do that? Or is there a little hmm in there? So when you just first did that energetically, what was your first, was there an aha or a knowing? Yeah. Was it a bit lighter? Mm -hmm. And more possibility? Lighter. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Cool. And, and also, was there a little worry of, <gasps> like, a too little bit too easy? Not too right. easy, but like a little contraction. Mm -hmm. Can you say more about that? So what I found mm -hmm. is like, of course, right? I love change. I love exploring new things. And what I found is that when I hit one of those, what I call goobers, that is like, oh, I can change that. Great. And then there is the slightest like contraction. Oh, the shoe will drop? That no, ah, I just I don't know what it is. <laughs> with, with anything, like, like even if you take, like I had for the longest time that sense, oh yeah, the other shoe will, will drop, right? If it gets too good, there's another shoe bound to drop somewhere. It's going to be a mm -hmm. big fat one. <laughs> a cement shoe. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> with an iron cap. And I never allowed myself to really go into the really, really good because of that. Just in case I piss off the universe, right? It's like, ah, keep it a little low. <laughs> <laughs> and when Hedging I go, <laughs> say that again? Hedging your bets. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> so um, when I meet that dynamic, it's like, oh, finally I can change it. And at the same time, there is this little... Uh, contraction mm -hmm. and that's the beginning of the addiction to the familiar chemical cocktail that that dynamic creates mm -hmm. so we what if you're addicted to the impossible with your body mm -hmm. what if you're addicted to the feeling state that that gives you when you're trying to solve a problem or you're so pissed off or you're frustrated or you're sad or you're hurt, or you're upset. Like, that's, the, that's what we're talking about. There's an addiction to the feeling state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's how, how a whole society works, mm -hmm. right? We, we are going from one chemical reaction to the next mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. without actually making the call of what it is that we actually truly desire. I mean, we do create between the triangulation of what I fear, what I desire, mm -hmm. and what I think is possible or impossible, kind of same thing, mm. right? But outside of that triangulation, we, we, we don't really go there, okay? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So where with your body do you create between what you fear? what you desire and what you think is possible slash impossible. 
Mm-hmm. Just check that out. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, this is where the title of the fireside chats, where the mystical meets the practical. Mm-hmm. We're bringing in the mystical. We're bringing in the liminal. Mm-hmm. And we're inviting you to create outside of this triangle. It's, this is the and, where both the impossible and the possible can exist in the, in the same space. Mm-hmm. And, and the unknown. And that is scary for the mind, because the mind thinks it has the job mm-hmm. to take care of you, Right. And your body also has the job to take care of you. Mm-hmm. So the two of them will do everything that you get to that, that they, they can. can for you to get your chemical fix. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the body actually, like all your thoughts, your emotions create the that that chemical that your body is used to and kind of creates itself with. It's used mm-hmm. to that kind of that drug. Mm-hmm. And it, it will crave that. And when when you start, so this is the dynamic of when you start to change something and you get that light feeling and everything, oh my gosh, this is really happening. This is I'm I'm really changing this. And you start to feel that way. And it's like it's feeling like bliss for a day, a week, a month, and then the honeymoon is over because yeah. your body is goes into that addiction. It's it's trying to pull you back. It's trying to go for the familiar. And even if the familiar is the impossible, it still wants to pull you back. Mm-hmm. It still wants to pull you back into that, that energy of, of the impossible, because that's where you get, that's where you think that you feel life energy. It's familiar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is, this is and, life. And that's the, that, that web, that grid, or it's really a 3D grid, but mm-hmm. it's more difficult to explain. I don't have that many hands. so. That's that's exactly that indent that you automatically roll down. It's like a magnetic pull towards those things, whether they are fun or not, is totally irrelevant. Okay, and the thing is that what we found is that you cannot change a goober within the realm of the goober. So you can't change your body by going to the body, and we often go to the body or we go to the mind equally as doesn't work to change the body. Mm-hmm. So we really have to take 20 giant steps outside of this reality to really get the change that we're going for. Mm-hmm. And we literally worked in the, I don't know how long year, half year with this. And actually <laughs> we, um, created an apprenticeship because there are so many different elements to do that mm. come together that really make this easy or simple, not necessarily easy. <laughs> more, more likely to, to get to change the impossible. Mm-hmm. And, but the one main thing that we found is to change anything, you have to invest an energy that is bigger than what is stuck. Okay. Actually not the one there, a couple of other things, which we'll get to. So being, being willing to be greater than your body, willing to bring up. So how much intensity is there in like the fear of, um, let's say you have a, a chronic condition, the fear that it will never get better. And that fear has an intensity 
to it. And what we found is you have to get energetically more intense than that intensity Mm -hmm. in the direction of where you want to go. So if you don't want to live in the fear and the doubt about your body, ask yourself, how would I like to feel? What, what energy would I like to be? I want to be this big energy and I want to, I want to be able to shift and change anything. So you've got to go into that feelings state and that space of being and be that energy. And this is what we're, um, we're teaching, we're going through in our apprentice program, which is coming up. It's called Ignite Your Magic, three-month apprenticeship. And uh, we're going to, we're launching it soon and it's starting in September. So we're really excited. And it's the how to, how to get there. But we're giving you a few little pieces of the pie, the pie already. You guys started it all. <laughs> yeah, this whole conversation of, of with our own bodies, because this is where we start. We start with our own bodies, our own lives. If we don't walk the talk, we can't teach a freaking thing. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's, it, it's, about, it's about us and our journey. And we, we know that there's people out there hungry for the same stuff that we're hungry for. So we want to share what, what we've done and um, also help you to go into your specifics with what, what you know. Mm-hmm. Go back to so, the energy, yeah. right? So who here has learned in school how to turn your body on? <laughs> I haven't. Have you gone to school for that? <laughs> Have you been in school recently and seen what uh, is taught there? <laughs> A couple of your teachers here, right? So our whole society is actually keep it down. Nobody really, unless you do this kind of work, teaches you how to turn your energy up, how to turn your body up, and to turn it up in a situation where you have pain, where you have discomfort, where you feel you rather get out than actually change something. Naturally, we go into contraction with that and turn our energy down. If I don't move much, then I might not feel, right? Can you relate to that? Yeah. So instead, sometimes we do need to be still because physically you can't move, but you can still go into an intensity and an aliveness, tapping into the energy that is actually available to us. There is so much energy available to us that we have no idea about we're just starting to scratch the surface and it is rather talk about orgasmic living it is just yummy but it takes guts to actually go there to to let go of all those places where we hold on to that rely on us not having any energy or only a low level of energy and for me i i think from a little little child i was I was like, I was a wild, like a firecracker, but I was, I thought the best thing to be was calm and serene. So I, I trained myself for, you know, I'm 57 now, 57 years of being calm and serene. And that's not really who I am. So I am, I am calling myself to bring up this energy and I just have to share a little bit this morning. I, I woke up with a headache. I kind of slept in a little bit. And every now and then I'll get this, this headache that almost turns into a migraine. It kind of knocks me out for a day. 
<laughs> and um, I just, I just got out of bed and I said, this is not like, I am, I am greater than my body. I am greater than this pain body. What do you need? And I just took care of those little basic things that my body needed. It needed to drink water. And then I thought, okay, so am I going to do my workout or not? And I'm like, no, I am, I am greater than my body's pain and I'm greater than this intensity. And even by making that choice and going to do my 30 minute workout with weights and, you know, huffing and puffing and getting my cardio up. Um, I just, I just went into it. And then I went into this other space. I went into the spaciousness of being an infinite being and I dropped all my barriers and I, I just, let go of all the meaning of the workout. I used to have a lot of meaning with the workout. And this one, I just thought, like, who, who am I in, in space? If I was floating in space right now, what, what could I do with these weights? And I ended up doing like 20 more reps in um, 60 seconds than I normally do. I did 80 reps of a particular movement. And I just was laughing. And it was this energy. And I didn't care. I had no outcome. I had no intention. I, had, I was just playing. And that was, there was an intensity there, but that was also being the space. So I'm not sure if that's explaining it or. And I really, it's like, it's important that when there is an issue, you don't go into, oh, I have a fucking addiction, right? (laughs) I'm wrong. I'm wrong. No, no, this is not what it's about. It's more about acknowledging, hey, maybe you don't quite yet have learned how to crank the energy up so that you number one have the energy available to change that goober that sits in your grid and just sits there like a big fat lump and it's like i'm not gonna change i might roll a little bit to the side so instead Mm -hmm. of fat hips you might have um fat earlobes or whatever right or you will start judging this instead of that or you will be stressed out about this instead of that (laughs) Do you get that dynamic? It's like, it doesn't really change. It just might move a little bit, but it's this big fat goober that's just like, I'm going to provide you with you that which you are addicted to. And literally, how do you bring up your energy, right? That's such a crucial thing. And what I find so fascinating, what I've seen many, many, many times in all those classes that I've been in, that I've taught, where people change change miraculously in a class or when there's a new modality, they really kick ass and shift some stuff. But it doesn't really, they don't create a lifestyle around that other than going from class to class to class. And then it becomes the same thing. It's like, but for both of us, we did for 10 years, we did class after class. And in the last couple of years, it was just like, okay, like, really? It didn't have that same effect anymore. And I realized there was also that pattern of something new and exciting is a space in which I allow myself to receive that energy because I don't have preconceived mm-hmm. things that should happen, that could happen. Yes, I'm really open for the unknown. And that's, right? that's the other main point that we wanted to give you tonight is to be into the unknown. And most of us, spend our days kind of the same. We get up in the morning, we kind of, we do our routine and we have a routine before bed and we kind of, we have our things set out. 
And that's that where you kind of go on autopilot and that's how you start to go into those ruts all the time. Mm-hmm. So one of the way, are you with us so far? Yeah, cool. I don't want to go tell you a nice story and you all got like, I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> I think they're right. I feel, I feel it. I feel it. So one of the main things that you can start is actually surprisingly simple. It's just your breath and consciously allowing your breath to supply your body with energy. Okay, so if you just take a moment and put your hand on your belly and take a deep, deep breath, like, and just allow that energy to flow in. And another one. Were you able to do that? Right? Doesn't take time. Just takes a moment when you become aware of you going down that hill into judgment, into despair, into pain, into the familiar. The familiar. Exactly. Whatever your familiar is. And this is doing the work in to catch yourself in that moment and just or use whatever tool works for you, right? This is not about getting the latest, newest, hottest tool. It is about you becoming aware and choosing to be a sovereign being. And And this is where the commitment comes in. If you want to change the impossible, if you want to change the unchangeable, it's that commitment to you to be there and to be present. Mm -hmm. And live true to you, who you really are not that big fat goober that sits in your grid, right? Mm -hmm. And with that, really losing your focus. thats And it's so interesting to me. That's like the Crimson Circle, Ramdas, what's the other guy? Um, Joe Dispenza. There are so many Mm -hmm. people talking about either losing their focus or becoming nobody. I think it's Ram Das has a new movie coming out called Becoming Nobody. Right. So perceive that energy of becoming nobody and having no laser focus at all. Who would you be if you would allow yourself to be an expansionalist, as um, (laughs) the Crimson Circle calls it? Like allowing yourself to have broadband focus. And allowing yourself to really receive that energy, the free energy that is around us all the time and eager to contribute to us. But it can't contribute when you're being in that narrow focus and you're, you think it's impossible to lift another 20 reps. If your mind is thinking mind, you won't be able to. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I've been going through a lot of change lately, but um, and I was thinking of it in terms of the body. So those goobers, it's kind of like thinking of them in 
places in the body it's similar like emotions really comes to yeah. that yeah. so mm-hmm. I, I I'm trying to do that trying to not be fixated on anything very specific not to just oh this is the way it is and this is where it will be um it's it's hard to do but breathing does help with that mm-hmm. it's one of the core tools i'm using you're using yeah. and then then many 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 different things as well for me it's just falling into beauty that's something that really nurtures me to fall into a flower or mm-hmm. into a color or into a scent mm-hmm. or looking at Gina. <laughs> I have that luxury. <laughs> or meditating. Mm-hmm. There's, um, there's all in that, in that commitment that I was talking about a little bit ago is like, what is there, what is something that you could do morning, noon and night to go into that beauty, to go into that space of something greater than your addiction? How can you be bigger than the addiction to those same feeling states, those same emotions, those same thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's where the discipline comes in and the commitment to yourself. Um, and it does pay off when you, when you go in and you just do that. And it doesn't, it doesn't take a lot of time. It just takes that um, presence and mm-hmm. that choice. And really allowing yourself to receive because the body, that's what I'm finding now that I've done this work for a while. My body, I can perceive how eager it is to actually be well. Mm. There is a buzzing, there's an aliveness that is starting to unfold that I remember from when I was a kid, but not for a long time. I can really perceive how eager my body is to actually be well and contribute to this whole creation of being alive and celebrating life. And I mean, that's my focus. If your target is to be miserable, don't do any of this <laughs> because that wouldn't work for you. I mean, and that's our body's gift is to be able to, um, to, to channel the life force, right? It's, there's this, this life energy, there's this vitality that comes and moves literally through our bodies. And we, we end up quite often putting a stopper on it, like, what I said that I did at the beginning because I was this joy bubble wild kid and then by kindergarten I learned how to really okay I'm supposed to be calm and serene and I kind of really stuffed it down and now and and I could I could have it on the dance floor that's why I did teaching dance for 10 years and um but it was hard to translate that in my life so now I'm coming back into it and I'm I'm accessing it through meditating through moving my body through that that choice of, you know, how can I be this intensity that I've been so scared of? I've been afraid of my, like my sexualness, my sexual power. I'm, I, I'm not there yet, folks. <laughs> this is a work in progress, but this, this sexual energy that is this life force is, yeah, I says, I'm saying yes to it. And I have closed it down for quite a while. And I'm saying yes, and it's opening up. And like Sabina is saying, um, it just, it wants to, it wants to move through. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not stopping it anymore, you know, look out world. <laughs> and that's what one of my biggest surprises in this adventure is really, I thought, yeah, life is, I mean, my life is fantastic, but what is possible beyond that actually literally blows my mind. It is amazing. 
like talk about living in the magical. Yeah, we've just recently, we've just, we've really gone into this full on commitment to it. And just all these fun things are popping up, which are just these great surprises. And just when we're willing to be in the unknown and um, do the work, it just, it just pops. And perceive that energy. We're beaming that into your <laughs> reality. And open and receive it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and with that energy, things dissolve without you having to do anything about them. You don't need that new modality, that thing that will fix it all or um, help you shift it. It's never a thing. It's never a modality. It's never a situation. It it's is never you. one thing. <laughs> yeah, it is your life and you being willing to receive you and be you that cranks up the energy that then, as if by magic, dissolves <laughs> that goober, right? But not you having to go, what is this? And I have to change it. No, it's like that focus actually keeps mm. whatever is stuck in your life stuck. Have you ever had the time where you were really focused on something, you really, really wanted it, and then you just said, ah, fuck it, and you, you turned the other direction, you forgot about it, and then all these miracles and magic showed up? It's, it's kind of like that. I think yeah. we've all had, I hope that we've all had something like that. It shows that point of, of the, the, the problem with focusing on what doesn't work all the time. Mm-hmm. To just, you got to like change direction and it's not about forgetting about it. It's not about denying it. It's not anything like that, but it's, I, the way I say it is take 20 giant steps back, just get a different perspective. And, um, you know, you're a pinprick on a pinprick on a pinprick in this entire universe. And there's, you know, there's a part of you that has no past, present or future. And when you can be that, that the grandeur of who you are, all of these other physical things, um, material things can shift. Mm -hmm. All right. So we have been dancing in and out, confusing your mind maybe, and um, playing around, but it's actually fairly simple. So number one, we have this reality that we create in it. There are like magnetic poles to things that are familiar, whether they're life, life enhancing or life reducing is irrelevant. They're familiar and thus our whole system is drawn to it as if it's a, like a big fat magnet or an indent and you just go to it. To change that, you have to bring up an energy that is bigger than it so that you can let go of that laser focus and go broadband focus, right? And allowing the energy to serve you. This is another element that is for a lot of people a little bit of challenging. And I would actually call that, that is the magic. That for me is magic. When I allow energy to serve me, and I don't mean like serve me, kind of come on, do this. No, contribute to me. And that whole energy of being of service, contributing to each other, is what tickles forth the magic. 
Other, otherwise, um, our energy is at the effect of the environment, mm-hmm. right? So when we allow everything in the environment, our bodies, everything in the universe to contribute to us, that's allowing ener- letting energy serve. Mm-hmm. And then there's also this capacity to open and receive all of this energy, mm-hmm. right? And instead of fighting it, really open up to the unknown. And it's, it's scary. It's, it's, it can be chaotic. It's, it can be delightful. It can be delightful. And what, what do you choose? Do you want to have the same old, same old life that, you know, you can say for sure what you're going to be doing a year from now, mm-hmm. or do you want to be totally surprised? Mm-hmm. And again, and this is why, what makes it a little challenging to teach it as such. That's why we also call our next step the apprenticeship, because it's not about learning a new tool. It is not about um, doing something specific. It is way more about you giving yourself permission to be you and then to use the tools and ideas and real, um, realizations and all that that you already have. All of you have a ton of tools, awarenesses that will help you to shift through whatever it is that you need to shift through. Okay. And often your most sticky situation carries the most gold. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> that's a talk for another. <laughs> I know it's hard to, it's hard to swallow that pill but <laughs> when you're in the middle of it. I know. Yeah. And if you need a very complicated <laughs> technique, what I have found works really well, get rid of any goober, you stand on your head, and you try to catch flies with your toes. Once you catch that fly, you will have removed your goober. And you will be enlightened forevermore. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who like complicated approaches. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, we can give you complicated if you so choose. <laughs> but the rest of you, breathe, allow that joy, that inner joy to bubble forth, even if it's just a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. That little bit is a beginning where it's a beginning crack where the light can shine through. Mm-hmm. And that crack is going to be bigger and bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. right? And what if you didn't need the addiction of getting a certain energy, but you were living in that orgone, orgasmic energy all the time. Hmm. How would that be? (laughs) That'd be great. Right? Kind of different. And what does your (laughs) mind do? Hmm. (laughs) And how would you do that? You choose. Yeah. Right. And it's it's and that's what I found surprising. I keep surprising myself of um, I've meditated for a long, long, like for forever. And I realized the other day how passive I was in my meditations. Right. It's like, oh, I become space and it's like, oh, it's blissful and nice and yada, 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 all that. But to actually turn my body on when I'm sitting still for no other reason to just allow that turn on, it Mm. never came into my awareness. Yeah, I do lots of other things to do that, 
but meditation is just to be peaceful and to really go for it and turn my body on and let the energy rip and be with that in that space of being infinite and being nobody or having no focus is amazing. Highly recommended for those who meditate. Yeah. Cool. So do you guys have any questions? We have been rambling now for almost 45 minutes. But this is after all, it is a fireside chat. And I yeah. see a couple of other body experts on here <laughs> too. So um yeah, open up, open yeah. the floor for your it's questions a, and comments. Yeah. Miss Donna. <laughs> Not to call you out. <laughs> Oh, I think you're, you're, you're still, still muted. You're still muted. Somehow you're muted. Yeah. No, you're unmuted hmm. here. Is it? It must, it could be your. It must be in. The, the, maybe ply, the, the built-ins, the built-in microphone or something. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't hear you even though you're unmuted. So. In the meantime, until she figures yeah, out. Yeah, anyone out. else. Anyone else. Questions, ponderings, and wanderings. What does that do to you? Was this just... Well, even, even if, you know, what is the impossible with your body? Um, where are you not quite convinced this will work? Are you... Inspired? I have a question. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, Kim. So, taking this to, like, Junie, you said, like, this morning you were tired or whatever it was. Um, so, taking this to... If you have a specific something that you would like to change in your body mm -hmm. and having, you know, lots of tools and I'm like, okay, you know, I do breath work and meditate and, and that. And <laughs> because I'm a head tripper, I'm trying to wrap my hand, my head around the broadband focus because I, you know, I had shared with you guys a while ago. Um, I've had issues with my knees from running and I hadn't worked out much for a couple of years and my knee pain went all away, whatever you want to call it, pain or intensity. And then this year I've gotten back to working out. And of course, um, not of course, see, maybe that's my conclusion. When I say, of course, my, um, knee pain in, in one side particularly comes back um now and then if I overdo a workout and so what I'm looking at and like my body enjoys the workouts I love them and I don't usually feel knee, knee pain while I'm doing them but then maybe later that day so question yeah how much does working out turn your body on how much do you quite, really want it quite a bit quite a bit I, I've always loved working out so how much how much does your body turn on with that and how much is that knee pain your safety belt that you don't turn on too much oh that's interesting and there's nothing wrong with that it's just like wow that's how we have been mm -hmm. entrained and trained to create like we can go to a certain level but don't pop over it and if we do then we create something and we, we densify our whole body to never become beings of energy. Right. Oh, okay. And I've got that I have to be careful now or I'm going to re-injure. And be 
be aware. Be aware, yeah. And give yourself permission to be turned on. And maybe not just when you work out. I always say in the time where there's actually that dynamic unfolding might not be the time to work with it, but allow yourself to turn on when you drink your morning coffee or tea. Allow yourself to turn on when you look in the mirror and say, hey, gorgeous. Have a great day. (laughs) Right? So not in those moments when the issue actually is triggered, but in other moments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, and also the, the akin to that, like just notice where you're feeling t- like it, it's really the same as Sabina was saying, like you're feeling too good. And so you go to the familiar addiction of, oh my God, I'm feeling so good. I've got to find that place where I feel a bit frustrated or a bit of pain to to in order to get the equilibrium of the balance of what you're used to. Right. And that, of course, isn't cognitive because I'm not having that thought. Of course. Yes. Exactly. And that's, that's beyond the conscious mind. That's just a simple pattern. That's why I was talking about the magnetic pull, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like, okay, I'm going to have pain in my knee now. Right. It's just how, how we have created this reality. And to change that again and again, we have to be willing to be bigger than it. So in that moment of being, having that, like, and I'll say something different than Sabina, if you're having that knee pain intensity, go right there. Okay, that's reminding you of the intensity of the sexualness and the aliveness that you can be. So go to that, switch it, just go, okay, we're going to, we're going to shift this to this sexual energy. And I'm going to like be that in, in my whole body and in my knee, I'm going to bring that energy to my knee. That, that's mm-hmm. another possibility. Okay. Yeah. To, to go inside of it and be that turned on and just ooze it from the inside. Okay. Uh, that's, that's another, like any kind of pain point for those of you in, in pain, go to the inside of that incredible tightness and that's where you explode it. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if you yeah. go from the outside in, that's that focus. But when you can really yeah. allow yourself to go inside of that pain point and then just go with the with your intensity and your energy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's kind of like making it huge. No, like it's not, not really huge. It is really. One of my teachers once said allow it to take you over because when you are so you nothing can take you over and it can be throughout all of you and then you just go from the inside and you literally dissolve it you you are the one that expands not it not it okay that makes okay i think i needed to hear that about six times and (laughs) (laughs) i'll repeat it as often as you need (laughs) <laughs> okay got it thank you cool thank you great anyone else i think Bob? i was oh, gonna okay. say um quite often my addiction is not necessarily you know that believing that it can't change but it's that it's going to take time it's going to take work it's like that type of addiction yeah, <laughs> so what can you say about that one i mean that's that's your, the mental thought. What, what do you mean? What do we say about it? What's your question? 
how can I put this big energy into that? How can you? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder. (laughs) So... uh, How much do you actually love creating things well that's just it i love it right how much do you have a joy of creating and putting little things together and actually doing the work yes okay so that believe oh it's gonna take time are you actually jinxing yourself because you love exploring through time and putting things together true Right. So what if you totally would allow yourself the joy of creating those things and putting things together and doing the work instead of, oh, it's going to take time. So I'm never going to start. Not that I wouldn't start, but yes. Okay. I get you though. But it's like, that's, that's like Kim's knee pain, right? That's a bit your safety belt. Like that's oh, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of work and it's horrible, yeah. but you enjoy it. I've seen you create and. Okay. No, right? I get it. Yeah, no, I like yeah, that. And there's, and it's, it's a great example of how your that mental thought of there's not oh not enough time it creates that emotion, mm-hmm. and it's the it's that more the feeling state that you're addicted to that that you could be addicted to and that's the yeah. name, mm-hmm. is like oh it's gonna like just that ugh feeling you don't even have words to it right mm-hmm. and that's that familiar state yes so. From oh, to I get to create and I get to put things Yay. together, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then if you if you became okay, that's good. if you became nobody, if there was no significance to it, if if it was all irrelevant, how much fun could you have? Lots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you perceive how that from that goober state you go bigger? Right. Okay. And be true to you. Mm-hmm. Right. When That's what I needed just to put it into that scenario. So thank you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Great. Cool. Donna, are you ready? I can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have to change devices. So this is such an amazing conversation. Thank you, guys. I never considered putting orgasmic energy into my symptom. So what's so interesting is that before I got on this call, I was feeling great. But the moment I got on this call, my, my symptom that always reoccurs my whole life is this headache that starts right here. And it's like, you know, the minute I get on the call. And so that's great because my body's like, let's do this. (laughs) And I'm just so excited. What a cool concept. And I'm excited to play with already. I'm playing with it and it's changed. Uh, Yeah. uh, Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and it that that's for me one of the challenging things because I'm somebody who likes to tinker with things as well. The ease with which things can change is unreal. I my like my being just sometimes laughs out loud with me, with my body. I literally out of nothing, I just laugh, burst out <laughs> laughing and just say, What's up? Because it is so funny the games that we play with each other. It is, I mean, it's kind of unfortunate and sad (laughs) in one way, 
But it is also very funny how masterful we fuck ourselves up. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yeah, it's been no All right. <laughs> and really big invitation for you guys. Look into your tool bag and use what works for you and have a ton of fun. Right. And that for me, that is what's been changing everything lately is just uh, like have fun, be the intensity, be that joy. And, and it's been tough when I'm at that, I'm at the opposite because I'm a drama queen and I go into all these different emotional energies. And when I'm in the low phase, it's really like, that's my story. It's hard to get out. But this is why I'm saying that commitment to myself of going into this meditation. So like two hours a day, I'm committed to meeting that part of me. That's not all the, the drama and trauma. I'm just, I'm in, I'm this space and it is having a huge ripple effect mm-hmm. in my life. And yeah, the both of us were laughing more. There's um, funny amazing surprises more and more popping into our world and it's not just the body like yes money money coming to us in unexpected ways people starting to recommend our services that we never thought would ever like organizations and all that and 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 this i mean this course that we were doing this three-month apprenticeship ignite your magic we have been dreaming of this for about a year and a half and we have created it probably, it's gone through probably five or six different incarnations. And now it's like, we're pooping this baby out. It's happened. Oh, pooping? Oh, no, <laughs> we're birthing. <laughs> it's coming out. We're bringing it to life. <laughs> it's, it's here and it's crazy. Yeah. And so. what, what is so exciting <laughs> for me is really recognizing it is not about more <laughs> tools, more techniques. No. It is really... I mean, what, we have the luxury to to live with each other and have someone who is able to, we have each other's back. But we hear a lot from you guys that you miss that. And that's what we're really doing. It's like, we're here for you. And big part is really you, 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 and individual sessions where we walk through. And yeah, there are group sessions as well. But the main thing is you already have what it takes to shift it, right? There's, there's nothing wrong with you. You just <laughs> haven't looked at maybe in the right corner. And if you don't have it, then we have tons of it. We're full of it. <laughs> yeah. And more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> and we're having fun with it. <laughs> but we will let you know more about it. You can tell that we're excited about it. Mm-hmm. It's, I wouldn't. Oh, can, can we, I'm, I'm just going to say it now, what, what we're doing and we're going to send out an email tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And no, no, because it's cool. I want these guys to know, like there's what we're offering is a breakthrough session. So it's a 45 minute free session with either of us. You can book with Sabina or myself. And then it's really designed to get you to break through any of those stopping points, those stuck points in a one-to-one conversation, just another powerful conversation, one-on-one um, looking at those things and then seeing if the Ignite Your Magic three-month um, program is for you or not. Mm-hmm. So regardless, you can have 45 minutes uh, free uh, coaching with either of us. So mm-hmm. that's coming in an email tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. So advertisement but, done. But <laughs> <laughs> any more questions and or any comments that you guys have? 
Was this helpful? Was what was the one thing? Because I'm just curious. What was the one thing that kind of popped out for you? Because I think when you can verbalize what you got out of it, it will stick more if you can verbalize something. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to open it up to you guys who haven't spoken yet. If you'd like to say what you got out of it or ask a question. There, when you were talking about adding the, the sexualness to your meditation, that was so cool. And then bringing that into any intensity in the body as well. There's so many pieces here. And yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we, we will be sending, we'll put the replay out on the, on our website and on the YouTube channel. It's, um, and you'll get it in the email as well. So anybody else, we have one more minute. <laughs> <laughs> all good good well, then. and we we care about you guys we we really um like we were so nervous and excited tonight we just we really we put a lot into it we just um i don't know we're just we're just here for you we can feel you and uh we really care for you and you know, what would it be like to move beyond all of the shackles and all of the, you know, the superimposed stuff and the, the conditioning that we've had from this reality and really to step beyond it. And all of you who are here on this call, I know that you know this, you have this within you. And this is why we come together to um, have the support because it's not, it's not there in the bigger reality. So, and, it, and at the same time, it is not possible because yes, more true. and more people are willing and doing the work there are more and more people stepping up and actually offering these kind of things so that it's not just hey come here and you, this is the only place that you can do it no there's like the world's starting to be more and more not quite yet abundant i wouldn't say that quite but it's more accessible and that, that shifts something in the collective field that makes this way more easy, way more fun and possible. I believe that today we can shift in ways that wasn't possible yesterday. And hello, Dee. <laughs> Hi. I was just um, thinking about something I heard today about how we are all sort of focused on the negative world situation. And we can imagine the worst case scenario about the world as it is right now. Well, if we can imagine that, well, we can also imagine the opposite. And we can create a world that is beautiful, that is perfect, that is beyond our dreams at this point. Because we have that ability within our consciousness and we're just not using it. But more and more people, as you say, are stepping up to the plate and saying, I want a better world. I want a positive world. Mm -hmm. And that applies not just to um, ourselves, but to the greater consciousness as well. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have one, one more one thing. Okay. One more one thing. So, so with that alternative, so you have, you know, the pain and the misery and the suffering. 
And then you know what you would like to see and what you would like to create and really be in the energy of that. And then there's this point of where you let it go. You, you, you give it to the loving intelligence, the quantum field, let it go into the quantum field and do the thing that it does that makes it even greater than what your mind and your desire to control the outcome could ever be. Mm -hmm. So that there's a key point in having your creation, being so excited and then letting it go Mm -hmm. and then being grateful for it as if it is already here. Mm-hmm. And that energy of gratitude is also what what creates mm-hmm. big time. Yeah. yeah. So that's my final, the final word. <laughs> that's beautiful <laughs> to complete this fireside chat. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. Yes. And fireside chat. Well. Thank you. <laughs> Where the mystical meets the practical. Yes. Thank you. And right. Stay tuned for the next one. Yes. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you too. Thank you. Bye-bye.